Oh, okay, yeah, this is actually a legit question. When did Netflix and chill become a thing? It's a good question. Um, that would have been around 2014. Um, somebody jokingly posted that they were going <laughs> to Netflix and chill. Right, really? Um, yeah, it was, I believe Chris Pratt said it, and then... Wait, are you making this up? Because uh, that was a very specific name. the time that Anna Ferris and him were dating, and she goes, Netflix and chill, more like bone and ignore the TV, ha ha ha, winky face, and then it became a thing worldwide, um, and that's how Netflix and chill started. Look it up. Google it. I'm Googling it right now. I see none of that. <laughs> Why do I let you tell me stories? <laughs> You're going to make a great dad, but then like somewhere into your kids, like 10th year, like, they'll be like, I think half of the things my dad told me <laughs> weren't true. Nothing I know is true. Everything <laughs> is a lie. Uh, that'll be, that'll be, those will be great stories to tell your kids. Although you shouldn't be telling them about Netflix and chilling. Of course, at that point they'll have like brain waves and, Stimulation. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Brain waves. And, and God, Dad, what is Netflix and chill? You're such a fweeb. Such a fweeb. Oh. <laughs> I got my retinal scan downloaded the other day, and now I have Disney Plus XYZ. It's the upgraded version. Oh, Disney Plus XYZ. That's <laughs> Disney Plus in 20 years. That's that's annoying. It'll Disney Plus everything else. That's going to be their advertisements. Um, but we're not watching something on on Disney Plus. Um, Today's a little bit different. We uh we're doing something called Netflix and Chill. Yep. But we're not the literal version of Netflix and Chill, not right. the Hey, <laughs> keep your minds out of the gutters. Exactly. You. Uh no, so uh, for our Netflix and Chill, we're going to find a random movie on Netflix that neither of us would probably watch otherwise. I for sure wouldn't watch the movie we're going to Yeah, see. I you have even a heard? little bit looser taste uh <laughs> with Netflix. The preview you sent me of the thing that we might watch i would absolutely watch that so but then but but like then pero like why didn't you i didn't see it <laughs> see there you go i think but uh, that's what yeah. the beauty of netflix is is it brings things to you that, on a silver platter that you're probably just like i didn't hear about this at all like i didn't know i even wanted this thanks netflix yeah. what's funny is that uh, as soon as the witcher premiered netflix was like hey just so you know the witcher's <laughs> on here and i was like i I mean, like, yeah, like, but also, hey, but you don't know me. <laughs> exactly. I don't. It's given me interesting options sometimes. I'm not always like 100 yeah. percent like. But I remember before we found after. Oh, yeah. Which is the movie we're watching. Uh, Benji, what's the movie we're watching? <laughs> I'm really good at this. What's on today's cue? After, uh, which is about a girl who meets a boy and her life after uh, is what I gathered. It literally could be an explanation for show. any but Freaking I think that's movie. kind of what it was about as far as what I gathered. No, no. I mean, preview. your explanation was okay. good. I was saying okay. the film itself. It that's... looks like a cross between um, Twilight meets Fifty Shades of Grey. Minus the sex and the vampires. So kind of the same, but Plus not. Plus the sex. Did you not see all the sex? They yeah, but I mean like pl minus the, the sex. Stuff. Yeah. There's a difference between sex and sex. The, the explicit sex. Right. So this film has no vampires. Lame. And no explicit sex. Yeah. So just all the bad writing and plotting. I'm excited. Because at <laughs> least when you watch Fifty Shades of Grey, there's some warped part of your brain that goes, I mean, at least I'm getting a little turned on, you yeah. know? <laughs> but like this movie has none of that. And at least when you're watching Twilight, you're like, 
I mean, you know, at least I'm getting a little bit. No. <laughs> I was going to say, at least it's a my, mildly it's interesting, interesting. Yeah, it's in the terms of mythology. Fighting and killing each other. No, that's how so I feel this when I watch... Um, uh, what's the... Oh, <laughs> Call Me By Your Name. I'm like, you know, I don't love this movie, but at least I'm getting a little turned on. <laughs> hmm. Well, it doesn't work both ways for some mm. people. Ah, unfortunately. Ugh. Oh, my God. Well, so that's 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 it. Do you know anything more about the film? Because I'm pretty much going in blind. No, I mean, everybody looks attractive and like they're going to make out a lot. So, Well, there you go. I remember I saw this trailer about a, a year ago whenever it first came out, and I thought to myself, no. And yet here I am. And I saw this trailer about an hour ago and I was like, all right. And here I am. (laughs) (laughs) So here we are. We're going to actually we're going to roll the introduction. And when we come back, it'll have been an hour and 45 minutes later. And we will let you know what's on the other side of 2019's after only on Netflix. I'm Josiah Rizzo. I'm Benji Jones. And on Wednesdays, we we wear wear pig. So, Benji, there was before I saw this movie, and, and then there was after. After. After I saw after. All Direct. right. We're back, you guys. We're back. We For you, it was all but 20 seconds. And now, for us, it's been... God, two hours. A little bit. A little bit more than two hours. You know what? That was a great movie. <laughs> you know? Is that really? It's so good. No, I... Wow. Was... <laughs> so do you want to explain the plot um what to plot? those <laughs> uh, uh i mean was... have, you, have you seen twilight i have seen twilight have you seen 50 shades of gray i have so take away the vampires uh-huh and take away the erotic sex right what do you have left uh casual sex and horny teens <laughs> exactly and there we go that is the plot for after <laughs> wow it was um that was interesting. That's not something I ever would have watched on my own accord. Because it wasn't even like when I saw the trailer, like, you know me. Yeah. I like watching really bad things. Mm-hmm. Like, I get, I do get pleasure off of watching, like, really horrendous movies. Yeah. The movie didn't even look interesting enough to watch as a horrendous film. So Yeah, because it, it really, like, wasn't. It was fun <laughs> because we were watching it and right. kind of, like, tearing into it the whole time. But like it wasn't like a bad, bad movie where you're just like laughing at how bad it is. No, it's even more egregious. It's just kind of blah. Yeah, I uh, milk toast. It's something that I would have watched if I saw the preview for it. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And like on an off day when I had time, I definitely would have watched it. Mm -hmm. And I would have watched all of it. I just um, it's just one of those things that I would see just to see. Well, it wouldn't really make an impact. So. After is based on a adult fiction novel of the same name. An adult fiction novel, yes. An adult, what did I say? A adult fiction novel. Well, novel. it's only one of them. Uh, <laughs> which was written by Anna Todd. This was directed by Jenny Gage, who doesn't seem to have anything to her name. Let's pull her up on the IMDb's. On the MDB. Because, uh, you know, before I trash a film, I want to know the person. <laughs> oh, nothing I've seen. But the film, it wasn't, a lot of the issues just at the end of the day came from the script or just like it, it's not even the script, it's existence. The movie's existence. The movie's existence 
was a fault to in begin our with. Because <laughs> like it wasn't it wasn't incompetent in the direction. Yeah, the acting wasn't egregiously bad. No, bad. No, it no. was just it just I mean, the movie kind of I guess it it's not that it had no point. It just but I mean it was just like it was very real life in the way that it just kind of the relationship just kind of happened and there didn't seem to be any specific reason why. Right, right, right. But I need a reason why when watching <laughs> How a many film. reasons do you need why? You did say she looked like her. And... So, yeah, I in the beginning when it opened, I was like, the main character, I was like, she looks like a cross between Chloe Grace Moretz and the girl from 13 Reasons Why. I didn't see it. I saw the Chloe Grace, Chloe Grace Moretz. Chloe, Chloe, Chloe Grace. <laughs> Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. I saw that one. I didn't see the um, the girl from 13 Reasons Why. And yet... It's the girl from 13 Reasons Why's little sister. Yeah. Okay, I'm good at this. Josephine thing. Langford. Um, I thought she looked like the girl who plays uh, Betty. Yeah. From, she really does from Riverdale. In, the, in the eyes a lot. Um, and she starred opposite Hero Finds Tiffin. No. Uh, so I'm... That's is that name. his name? Yes. Okay. Because I looked him up as something else and found something else. So to explain the plot of what happened, Tessa is a freshman in college. She's a very straight-laced good girl. She's got a boyfriend in high school. Mm -hmm. Her mom's a little overbearing. A little bit. She gets uh, shackled up in a room with two bad influences or a bad influence. And then wouldn't she know it, one of those bad influences' friends is a a brooding hot brooding guy. Oh, he, he's just he's done so much wrong, but he wants to be right. <laughs> and you know, they go to a party and guess who's there? Brooder McBroody. The Broody McBroodersteen. Uh this is Harden, Hardon. Um so Tessa and Harden, Hardon. Um they get in a truth or dare thing. By the way, the friend is just like eager beaver. She just goes, She's, yeah. truth or dare, literally three seconds into it. And it's just like, these. Are, there's so many moments in the film that are like, this is such a movie like yeah. moment. Not a good movie moment, like the ones that you're like, this is why I wanted to get into filmmaking in the first <laughs> place. It's like a, a movie moment where you're like, like <laughs> somebody needs to progress the plot. Can we just have this girl just kind of egg everybody on every now and then? Right. <laughs> yeah. But like, don't lead into it. Just have her immediately go, okay, guys, truth or dare. You know how naturally happens at college parties. Um, I mean, the last time I was drinking, Truth or Dare came up pretty quickly. And yeah, um, but inspired. you started drinking, right? How <laughs> yeah. how soon did you walk into the house? But I would say, like, <laughs> she walked into the party, so they've probably been there for a while. Yeah, but it wasn't like she walked into them doing the Truth or Dare. It was clearly like, uh, okay, guys, now we we go now from that our we're here. we go on our end marks, and then we start the scene. It's just <laughs> like, all right, she should have come in on the middle of the game. Yeah. Or they had a little bit more lead in, a little bit more mm-hmm. drinking, and then been like, hey, guys, we should play. Why don't we play? Jesus. But then again, then it would have been an even longer movie, and I didn't want that either. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's fine. They killed me with mercy. It was a mercy kill. It was a mercy kill. So they do a whole truth or dare thing, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like. It wasn't really a whole thing. It was like two truth or dare. Right. Like, she's like, they start with her? They start with her. Yeah. That's why it was, it was so and like. You obviously, like any time, if you're going to play truth or dare, by the way, like I feel like most people would probably go about this this way, is you start with the people who are going to play the game that you know are going to be about the game. Right. You set the so tone. You set the tone. And then when you get to the person, you put them in the middle or you put them towards the end of the turn. Did you just describe 
peer pressure? Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, this is how you peer pressure people one on one. And so then they can either choose, like they've seen the tone, they've seen, like you've, but it's, you open it to where we've all bared ourselves, we've all told our truths, now we've you've all got done to our do dares, it. and now you have the choice of, you can put yourself in the same category as See, us, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe that would have made it feel more away. natural yeah, exactly. if she would have started off with a little bit more like, Truth or dare with the others, but no, she was yeah, just targeting. Just, like, start with the new girl, but I mean, she was also kind of a bitch, so <laughs> she would do. Who's that. this character's name? Her name was um, Molly, I think. Where is she? Uh, I don't know. Where's Molly? Have you seen Molly? I can't find Molly. Where's Molly? Molly, Molly, right? Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> don't do them. So yeah, she starts with the truth first, and they're like, "Where's the weirdest place you've ever had sex?" And she's like, "Oh my god, pass, <laughs> pass." And they're like, "You can't pass." And she's like, "Okay, so dare." And then like, "We do." Oh. And she's like, "You haven't had sex. You're a virgin." And she's like, "I pick dare after not answering <laughs> whether she was or not," which you can't do. You I mean, do correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I just feel like the the world is a little bit more subtle in its aggressiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually. You, I mean, usually. Like, like, if this was the outlier of, like, a film conversation, but it's usually always something like this in, like, teen. I don't know. I don't know. I was homeschooled, so. Yeah. I went to a few parties, but, I mean, everybody's just into their own stuff. Like, yeah. If somebody is, like, weird or annoying, you avoid them. You don't, like, go, I'm going to ruin your life. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I'm sure there's some blo- backstory that'll be explained in further entries. Yeah. So, okay, this is based on a book, right? Based on a book. There are, uh, there's a, a whole series of them. So there's a series, yeah. So that I, explains why it's so Twilighty. Yeah, of course. It it was um, nothing I really care about to look up. No, no, don't look it up. There's, <laughs> there's more of them. There's more, and uh, I probably will watch the second one. <laughs> and depending on how awful it is, we might report back on how terrible. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So long story short, the dare, they're dared to kiss um, Tessa and Hell hard, hard on. <laughs> and of course, she's like, no. And then she goes to a room to read books. Girl, and I have a boyfriend, and she runs off to read books. Yeah, as one does at a college party. You know, whatever. And then, and then a group pops up behind her. It's like, oh, wait. How do they get close to kissing? Does he say something? He says, "I'm brooding, but I'm also smart." Oh no, he did one of my least favorite things. He does the whole like, "I'm gonna quote a book." Yeah, true. I will say. Later on, I, apparently that is a, actually a part of him. Like his dad mentions that he always used to quote books from memories. I was like, okay, at least it's like a trait. But like, I swear, bit. every single film with like this type of hot guy, it's like, hey, win that girl over by quoting like a book or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this like a personality trait I missed out on? <laughs> Do I need to be quoting shit to women? All I know are movies. I was like, apparently, just watch a book movie. I'll just go up to a <laughs> hold a book in the bookstore and be like, uh. Shall I compare these to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. And then hand her the Shakespeare sonnets and be like, yeah, come, I'll just, come love me. I'll say no and then hold up a copy of The Empire Strikes Back and be like, Darth Vader. No! <laughs> no! Or, sorry, Luke Skywalker, 1980-something or other. No! <laughs> She'll be like, oh my God, have me now. Wow, right in the stacks. Okay. Um, so. Is that stacks as in... Is that a euphemism for her body, or is no, that stacks like the the uh, the shelves in the 
but I knew that in the library. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "That's the weirdest euphemism." <laughs> Get me right in the stacks, boy. <laughs> I like that. I think slide your book right in my stacks. Oh, that was naughty, dirty. That was bad. Sorry, now, mom. What happened? What else happened in this movie? I don't know. <laughs> I know, like nothing. So, I can't even remember like what was so remarkable about them like falling in like with each other. Well, yeah. So the first few times she saw him before this party, they right. just kind of had really intense eye contact. Right, almost like. Twilight, except like less, but also more. <laughs> also less, but maybe more? more. I don't know. Well, I forgot they did the whole like, uh, you know, the college. They're mm. in college, and of course, they start talking about Pride and Prejudice, and she defends that Elizabeth was being harassed by Mr. Darcy, and he he posits that Mr. Darcy is actually what Elizabeth wanted. And they're like, no, she didn't want someone so brooding and arrogant. He's like, uh, that's exactly what that woman wanted. And they were clearly arguing about themselves, about their almost kiss the previous night. Where Oh, that was got, after? That's yeah, right. Where they got all up in each other's faces and then she pulled back and ran away again for the second time that night. I just uh, love it. I love it how colleges in uh, TV shows and films mm-hmm. always just seem to be talking about the one thing that you're going through at well, the moment. In my experience in college, let me tell you, when I was worried about the mitochondrias inside my heart, that came in real quick in cell biology. They said, oh, you're worried about your mitochondrias? Guess what we're learning about today? <laughs> wow. A very specific event that yeah. definitely happened. No, I mean, like, yeah, the just college is always on point. They always know exactly what you need to hear. They're always saying shit in movies <laughs> where it's like, these two stars never wanted to be together, but then they came together and exploded, which is definitely not a foreboding, ominous right. omen <laughs> for two people, two lucky people in love. That might be in this classroom today, maybe. The only time I've ever seen it really good so far, I'm sure there's a lot more subtle ways, but I liked in uh, in Scream 2 where it basically opens up with them going like, you can't remake a, a sequel in real life. And then they're like, they have a whole conversation. And you're yeah. just like, all right, I like, guess it because it's kind of a parody. So Yeah, it is. So that stood to reason. Yeah. So these two kids, these two crazy kids argue in class. Right. Uh, we talk to like she storms out we talk to her new black friend uh what's his name hi i'll be your black friend for the rest of the show <laughs> hello hi I'm his name's landon. landon yeah um and he's like oh don't worry about harden harden's just being hardened and she's like oh my god he's such a jerk you're also missing the part where they're like almost stepbrothers yeah i think that comes out later right no he says it right then he's like okay well i mean we're I was basically still, related I was still going I wasn't done talking yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just kind of hopped in there. But yeah, no, I was about to forget that. But <laughs> <laughs> basically, yeah, his um, the Landon's mom marries or is dating Harden's dad, so they're more or less stepbrothers. I was sensing a very strong chemistry between the two of them. Ooh-oh. So I think in later movies we're going to find Uh-oh. out that something, something romantical happened. There. Oh, no. And if it didn't. I need somebody to write that in because there's a lot of, not a lot of gay stuff happening in these straight movies. It gets pretty boring. <laughs> well, let me tell you, from someone who was straight, it was pretty boring for me too. <laughs> Didn't but do much. Not as spiced it up. If all of a sudden they just started making out the two guys, you're like, whoa! <laughs> I definitely would have looked up from my phone and been like, oh shit! Wait, something's happening. I missed something. <laughs> Holy shit! Damn. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, that didn't happen in this movie. <laughs> fingers crossed for number two. <laughs> uh, it was um yeah. So she, 
I'm not gonna go. Th- yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah, not yeah. go through let's this film bit by bit. Let's wrap this. Things up that let's things that that up. made you go, huh? Um, uh, yeah. Oh, I guess I should say though to wrap it up, mm-hmm. like just to tell people what they're getting into. Yeah, they 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 will. They won't. They last almost the entire film. Yeah, they're I, very. Uh, I thought it was gonna be like because the trailer from what I had remembered seeing, like played off the sex as being like kind of the inciting incident. Mm -hmm. No, man, that sex happens an hour and 18 minutes into the film. (laughs) And it's not like I'm waiting for these two young people to have sex, but it just seemed like for how obsessed with him she was that they might've had sex. And then she was kind of like latched onto him as like, you know, a virgin. This was my first. So I thought, okay, that's kind of what it's going to be about. My God. No, it it wasn't. No, it was just all the preamble to that. It felt like the most boring, um, foreplay I've ever, I've ever experienced. It was just like experienced any foreplay. (laughs) (laughs) What? Huh? Huh? This isn't dating histories part two. (laughs) (laughs) He takes her. Yeah, so like basically they jump from like, uh, maybe to I need to show you something. Then he takes her to his romantic spot, little lagoon, and they swim. Then he almost touches her, and then you can rinse and repeat that for the rest of the movie because yeah. it's pretty much a bunch of like almost almost encounters. It's uh, almost kiss. Like I said, it was touch. like Fifty Shades of Grey minus anything. How how soon into Fifty Shades of Grey do they do something? Um, I just watched this too. I feel like. The first movie, it took a second, but then they like got into it. And let me tell you, just a quick note on Fifty Shades of Grey: you see that girl's boobs a lot. <laughs> it's just like I by the second movie, I was like, again, <laughs> it's like are we are we done with those yet? No, I don't have a problem with boobs, but they just like also weren't that impressive. Like they're not like ones that you look at, you are like, ooh, those are nice. Like, hey, really hey, do not body shame boobs. her. Uh, Good for her. I'm glad she's proud enough of her body to show her boobs constantly. <laughs> in yeah. In this movie series. There you go. <laughs> That's the proper thing to say. Oh, man. Anyways, this wasn't that. <laughs> no, nothing happened. Yeah. I know. I'm trying to like go through this and see what happened. But basically, yeah, it was just a bunch of them falling for each other slash already being into each other. And then... Uh, her mom got mad at her one time. They almost had sex, and she, she broke up with her boyfriend. She, she, yeah, she cheated on her boyfriend. He found out. They broke up. Uh, then the mom came and interrupted them about to have sex, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, this is what you're doing. You're skipping class, and you know, with boys." And she's like, "Sorry," and she's like, "I'm cutting you off unless you stop talking to that boy." And then she didn't, and so her mom cuts her off, and then she moves in with the kid in some random friend of her father's apartment right who of his father's apartment who is in italy conveniently so they live there for an indiscriminate amount of time i don't know yeah because there was wait, 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 wait. it was a whole semester the whole thing took place over a semester right because at the end of it that. didn't it she was like the teacher was saying oh i'm so glad you guys did great this class and then of course she hands okay. her the so i think so, it was a whole semester maybe so what's that six months uh no because that would be half a year it's half a school year so it'd be like four Ish. That whole that movie was four months. Yeah, it felt like it was a long time. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, so she moves in with him. Basically, they live there for however long that is. Uh, they no, they still don't have sex. They just hang out a lot and have pillow fights and feed each other food. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they break into a library. That was probably my favorite scene. Oh my gosh, it was so lame. So they're in the library and then the lights just start going off. He once again says, let me show you something. Yeah. And it's, it's his go-to like, word. Come here. So they walk 
three steps away from the table they were just sitting at as everybody's filing out and they duck behind a like half bookshelf uh-huh and then all the lights immediately turn all the off the lights shut off immediately there's no anybody putting back books there's no no everyone was just like we're all leaving Everybody at the exact same time at the exact same time that's real there life. was no call of like hey like everybody out like we're closed now it just all happened in a second i mean it's a library who wants to stay in a library <laughs> nerds <laughs> and then the security guard walks like three steps in looks he does a video game like uh, checking <laughs> the video game guard that just like looks in two directions and then turns around and goes about his business. Forgets. Basically just, yeah, walks out, shuts the door. They And that was like this. And then they, they like read. They sit in the library and read together. And then they see his flashlight somewhere else and they're like, oh, and then the music kicks in like, oh, my God, this We're is that fun caught. part. Yeah. And it's like you're not like <laughs> He didn't even catch you when he was three steps away from you. Why is he going to catch you now when he's in the hall? And it was like trying so hard to be like, this is the fun part of the movie, guys, yeah. huh? Look it. Look, it's look, fun. Look how much fun we oh have. Oh, my God. They're so rebellious in and our, edgy. It, like, I was like, you're not even being rebellious. You're in a library after hours reading. Like, you're not even, like, stealing test answers or something. Like, you're not having sex. Like, you're reading a book. Hey, you guys get out of there and this stop reading. the all-night library. You're a criminal. Get out. <laughs> So, yeah, the guard chases them. But little by little, we are chipping away at uh, poor Broody. The hell his name's Harden. chipping away at both of their lives because apparently they both had uh, family issues growing up because her dad was an alcoholic that left. And then we find out later. um, Oh, my God. Later, later that his dad was an alcoholic because he gets she gets invited. He invites her to their what? Wedding announcement. Right. Their engagement party. Engagement party um, where we meet. Landon, the black kid's mom, who is, again, back to the colorism episode, way too light to have him as a child. And even for <laughs> even if she did, even if her skin was the exact same color, looks absolutely nothing. It's they, Jennifer Beals, who is from, um, was it Flashdance? Yeah, they don't look anything. They don't look anything alike. Just in general, so good so, casting, guys. Great, Anyways, great job. <laughs> so they're at this party. He finally, like his dad is just this, you know, great, rich, put together guy. It's that actor. I'm forgetting his story. name. Yeah, I've He always plays the same stuff. type of thing. Um, uh, what's his name? What's his name? It is Peter Gallagher. So yeah, his dad's this rich, put together, nice guy, and then he's just like so upset, and he's like, "This isn't how he used to be when I was younger." And she's like, "Well, what the hell? Tell me." So he finally is like, "Obligatory backstory moment." Backstory. Now tell me why they had to go way too fucking far. Right. right, right. So talk. So say what her backstory was. Like, yeah, that the dad was drunk and left. She them. just goes and one the- time. Dad was drunk and he left. And you're like, okay, that's what I expected from the yeah. Like and then this. she's like, and hey, my mom, you know, fell apart. I had to raise, I had to take care of her. Yeah, and a scene and that I'm sure everyone's done a ton of times yeah, yeah, now yeah. in acting she's class. Like, my boyfriend took care of me. Like this is after she broke up the boyfriend. Right. She's like, he was a big. So part it's of. like, and th- then like she built her. The mom built herself back on a scale of one to five. ten. That's about like a an eight. That's what I was expecting for that movie. Where yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. sorry, on a scale of one to ten for this movie. Okay, I was like one to ten. Ten being. I predictable. I'd give it a ten. Oh yeah, <laughs> a scale of one to ten. It's like yeah, that's predictably what I thought. Our one to ten. Ten being I saw it coming. We'll give it a three. <laughs> Either way, Sorry. it was just like, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like okay, yeah, about and right. Then and then we get his backstory. So his dad was a drunk who got in with the wrong people, and was out being drunk one day, and these people came to get him at their apartment. He was eight, by the way. And basically, these men broke into his apartment, mm-hmm. and only mom the, was home. The dad wasn't there. 
the mom was home. And then he, he just goes. He was like, I couldn't fight them off. The fuck? <laughs> what? I was like 10. <laughs> it's like, I did not see. That was not a 10. That was like a 23. I was yeah, like, the like, hell? When he was like, oh, these bad men. My dad wasn't home. And I was like, is he about to say that? Like and like with him there, like that's oh like yeah, that went straight from like this wasn't it was no longer like a teen and her response is like oh like yeah I'm like, like she was really like oh no yeah like that's not, I just this what? boy just basically told you he watched his mother get Raped violated by multiple men because he said men not man right like, oh that's right so when he was ten and her reaction is like I hope in the next scene we finally have sex and guess what. An they hour and 18 did. minutes in, or however long it was, they Bro, finally have sex. Yeah, that, I was like, I okay. guess that's what I need to be doing. If I want it, I should just go around and be like, making up stories about things how happened. Was. Just be angry and don't talk to anyone, and then when some girl tries to talk to you, be like, I'm broken. Have sex with me. They'll be like, we shouldn't be together. It's like, no, we shouldn't. Then she's like, oof. Ooh, you know what? I want to be with you now. I It's <laughs> so... Let me just say outright, films like this <sighs> with main characters. Now, and here's the interesting thing about this film. At the end of the day, he's not even that remarkably a bad guy. Like, he's just kind of like milk toast. It's like cool. Yeah. Not really that bad. Not really that edgy. Got a horrendous backstory. Yeah. Like, for somebody who went through that, I mean, he's actually handling his life <laughs> so really that's right. so well. So he's, he, he doesn't fit this archetype normally. Mm-hmm. But. This is the John Dorian? John John Dorian. John Gray. Dorian Gray. Dorian Gray. Is that right? Yeah, Fucking I don't probably. Know. Something like that. The, he, he's supposed to be an offshoot of this like archetype where it's like the bad guy who deep down is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to that trope, I say, fuck you. <laughs> like, that's, that trope. Here's what I'm going to say. The nice guy is nice. <laughs> well, I'm not defending boring nice guys either. <laughs> here's 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 just what I'm going to say and th- this is free dating advice for all of us, myself included. Cool. Um now I'm I believe that people are redeemable yes. with God. But that aside, there is no deep down for me. You are either a good person on the surface, true, or you're a piece of shit. <laughs> now, once again, people are redeemable. But when it comes to dating life, and when it comes to my friends, close friends, and who I put up with, yeah. there's no deep down. <laughs> I don't I don't need to crawl through layers and 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 like, oh, onions and, the, yeah. and like, oh, but he really just uh, and yeah. Uh, and you mean like also like not that you're either a good person on the surface, which makes you a good person, or I don't want to deal with you. You just mean like either you're gonna be either you're gonna po- make you're gonna be positive towards me. And make me want to learn more, right. or you're going to put me off, basically. Right. I, yeah. Let me. Let me. Uh, let me. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Uh, America. It's that this idea that all you have to do is sift through a few. You might have to sift through a few like issues. Yeah. Yeah. No. I get to get to the core of someone, and to that I say there are, um, there are things you will have to deal with. Yeah. In terms of like, um things you're not comfortable with Vul- mm-hmm. the being opening up being vulnerable um learning about people learning about issues uh there are issues that people have but all in all that person should have a daily when you're with that person there are there should be daily decisions of like i do this right i do this right mm-hmm. um or i'm at least trying to be right yeah it's not it should not be like 
oh, I'm a mess. Oh, maybe I'll find what's deep down great. Yeah. No, no, if the person's a mess on the surface. If they're telling you on the surface, I'm a mess, we shouldn't be together. Th- don't be with them. Sh- people show you their true colors because they want. I say this, I, but of I, course, I, we all we all yeah. fall in love with the messes. Yeah. But I was like, I, I don't know. I fall in love with people that are pretty put together, but they just don't like me. Anyways, <laughs> I was like. Uh, Is this the Romantic <laughs> Histories episode? <laughs> Is this part three? <laughs> part three. La, 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 uh, uh. What song was that? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, but I'm stealing this from Grace is that people basically will tell you straight up what's wrong with them right off the bat because when it becomes an issue, they can be like, I told you, you know, Ooh, true so they, that. like you knew this going in. True and that. They, it can't be on them. So it's like if somebody tells you I'm broken, I'll hurt you. Walk away because right. they're broken and they will hurt you. If that person <laughs> constantly shows like selfishness on the on the outside, it's just like that. I believe they can be redeemable, but mm-hmm. ultimately for me, we are each day the choices we make, yeah. which is also a, a positive thing because it's like this idea where it's like, I can't do good things because deep down I'm bad. It's like, that's just, you know, not true. That's not true. You can actually make good. A lot of times it, it can be more admirable and honorable if like you might have yeah. bad tendencies deep down, but you consistently make choices against that to be a good person. There are people every day who go to therapy or who are dealing with mental uh, dis- issues or, or, or brain disorders or, or personality, any personality disorders. disorders. That's yeah. what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. People who are dealing with stuff that could be a very easy excuse to being, I'm a shithead. Yeah. And yet they're like, no, they actively go out of their way to work on it. Mm-hmm. It's like, those are the people who are, to me are sometimes more admirable than the person who's nice just because circumstantially. Because, yeah, that's easier for them to do. You know? Yeah. Sometimes being a good person is just surrounding yourself in environments that force you to be good. Yeah. Or making yourself choose to do the right thing, even if you don't want to. You get the opportunity. Yeah. Of course, uh, I yeah. We've both have had shitty people that we've liked. Like, and... Yeah, and let's say this as two people who have definitely been in many long-term relationships. Never been enough, or not? None for me. Uh, none for Gretchen Wieners. None for Benji Jones. <laughs> but it also extends to friends too. Yeah. Don't surround yourself with shitty friends. It is suck. It does suck though. Like some of us are very privileged to not be surrounded by. That's true. Punks. I've, I think I've been lucky to, I guess, just maybe attract positive people or something. I don't know. Um, but also that goes back to my Max Keeble issue where I'm like, I'm going to be 100% genuine. And I think mm. people kind of gather that and they get all of me when they meet me. So right. they know whether they're in or not. Um, but anyways, we're not done with this movie. Oh, we're not? <laughs> yeah, we're chasing <laughs> bunny rabbits there. So they finally have sex. Uh, oh, my God. And then they're all happy. They're living together still. They're in the bathtub spelling stuff on each other's back, trying to make him guess. Um, I called <laughs> absolutely that his next word was going to be, I love you. Um, <laughs> love. She couldn't guess it. Anyways. Um, he doesn't say it. Basically, then uh, we get texts from the redhead friend, Molly, who's the instigator, mm-hmm. who tends to be a fire starter and she was just like he gets texts on his phone like did you tell her yet blah 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 like and she was like what is what are you supposed to why? Porque la why? and he was like uh don't worry about it and storms off and then she doesn't hear from him for a while and then she gets a text from one of their other friends it's like hey meet us here like i know where he is they basically intervention him and like everybody's right. there at this like um like diner, diner or whatever riverdale diner yeah like just sitting at the table and they're like hey like here he is Tell her what's going on. And he's like, well, um, well, let me explain. Like, come come with me and I'll tell you. And they're like, no, tell her now, you know, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Same old stuff. And then basically um, we find out. Oh, oh, I can't. Oh, I'm just such a good person. Like, oh, now 
I'm a good person now. Basically, we find out that after she and the back in the beginning in the Truth or Dare game, after she didn't kiss him, he was like, "I'm gonna make her fall in love with me, and then I'm gonna cut it off." Basically, which <laughs> I thought when, when they pulled when they started doing this, um, I was like, "Oh, like he was said he was gonna like take her virginity and then leave her," and I was like, "Oh, that's shitty." But then when he was just like, "I'm gonna make her fall in love with me," and then like, you know, stop talking to her, I was like, for some reason, that's less awful to me like well it doesn't sound as awful as being like i'm gonna take that girl's virginity yeah like it does it's it's less I but feel like it is still pretty much it's, the it's, same yeah basically i'm gonna fuck with that person's heart yeah exactly um but then you know she got all hurt and upset but also i was just kind of like i mean maybe that's where it started but he clearly still likes you like so right. why i mean like yeah be upset and be hurt but i wouldn't like break up with him necessarily i just be like i just need some time to process because this is really shitty like the mm-hmm. relationship didn't start where i thought it did but anyways it's a whole scene in the rain of course <laughs> like why would it happen when it was dry outside can you imagine if it was like <laughs> super bright and sunny and they're just like oh <laughs> but but in this scene because there was a what like a five second clip of her walking through the quad right. at one point and they had like i don't I, I guess they got like a water bottle and sprinkled it <laughs> over the like over the frame <laughs> so it looked like it was kind of raining but i was like that is somebody did not want to pay for rain like nope uh, so but this one in this breakup scene they said okay somebody drop some bills on some rain <laughs> we're getting rain <laughs> we're getting rain so um she runs home in the rain after she kind of breaks up with him she does her old sucking the venom out <laughs> of apologizing to her mom and making up with her mom. And then she apologizes to her boyfriend and more or less makes up with him. And then she like goes back to college and they have the last scene with the professor. And she's like, everybody did so great this semester. And everybody walks out and she walks, the professor walks up to her and it's like, Hey, so Harden wrote this report, but I think it's for you, which by the way, I feel like is very not okay to do. I'm pretty sure you, <laughs> I can absolutely do that. Client confidentiality. <laughs> right. is what it's called. I, Wait, you're telling me teacher that teachers don't just hand out other students' reports and no, you have dossiers to go and a lot to steal another person's report. Trust. Probably have to break into a library or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A good reason to break into the library. And of course, she reads it, and it's all fluff and it's nice. It's the and- whole final, you know, the final speech from him voiceover thing where they think about the she's reminiscing on the relationship and he's like this has been so amazing like he, she changed me and now i understand the you, point you once the- asked me there it is he was like because when they first hung out in the water and she was like who do you love the most and what do you think his answer was benji myself <laughs> then at the very end when she's reading this whatever he wrote and he says you once asked me who i love the most in the world i thought i knew but now, it's you. <laughs> Was he breathing that heavily? Vampire. <laughs> I'm a vampire. <laughs> I was uh, waiting for him to say that the whole time, yeah. And then he called back the uh, debate about Pride and Prejudice and was like, you right. know what, you were right. You know what's interesting? What's that? Did he ever, to her face, out loud, Apologies. from his own lips, say the words, I love you? No, absolutely not. Hmm. Hmm. Trifling. Hmm. <laughs> Trifling. Oh, you can play all you want. You can do your little sad side, uh, head to the side routine. You can dance around. You can say, oh, I'm broken, but I'll try for you. Be like, I don't believe in love so I can get away with this shitty behavior. But at the end of the fucking day, if you're not ready to commit, you must acquit. 
If you can't commit, you must quit. If your love ain't the right size, you must apologize. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm pretty proud of that. That was that good. came out that, that just came out of my own pure genius. Yeah. You are you are so lucky to be doing this show with me. Yeah. Are you so clever? What was what episode was that where you were like, I feel like some people just write things and they're like, I'm so <laughs> clever. And I was like, you literally do that. Like, I don't know, but I'm ago. sure you will find it and yeah. hold it against me. Yeah. Well, as, as my father says, part I don't like you throwing my words back at me. <laughs> That's for you, dad. I love you. That's okay. Funny. Anything else you want to say about this? Um, this film? Um, yeah. So then she reads it. She goes back to the little dock where they hung out for the first time. And then he walks up behind her and sits down and they look at each other and the movie's over. Wow. Yeah. This truly was a movie where it says where you could say she did her thing and, and then, then the, the movie, movie was, was over, over. <laughs> and you Absolutely. truly would not have missed anything. I love how much that was the joke that stuck. That was like the thing. The then the movie was over. Kept going. Anyways. Um, yeah. So what were your overall thoughts on the movie or did we do that already? Uh, Overall, I was surprised at how competent it was in terms of like, like I said, the acting wasn't bad. No. The the cinematography was was for what it was it was good yeah. you know mm-hmm. uh production value was actually pretty good it got off to an interesting start for me i feel like it's just small things that always kind of make it stand out like mm-hmm. i mean the film just like started off right away i i like when films like slowly ease you into it not mm-hmm. just like immediately there's credits and the person's talking i i want to preface it you can do that, but there's a way of making of doing that and it not seeming like a made-for-TV movie. Because yeah. made-for-TV movies, they always start off just like right instantly because yeah. it's like, we got 40 minutes yep. to get you into this. And, and they're and like, we gotta, you got to catch people so they don't switch the channel. So like, you can tell when you're watching like a, a Disney Channel original film because it just always starts off instantly logo, instantly someone talking, instantly mm-hmm. that pop music comes on. And it, was, it felt the same for this where it was like it just... Speaking of pop music... Tell me why they use Dangerous Woman, Ariana Grande, in the commercial, and that song was nowhere in the movie. Did you watch the movie? I did. And you watched it because I showed you a trailer with that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it looks like that's what happened. They're like, we can pay for 30 seconds of it. We're not paying for a, <laughs> the, the whole, whole damn the song. Right in the movie. No, nope, thank you. But we did get a uh, a cover of Complicated by Avril Lavigne. I mean, Avril Lavigne didn't cover it. It was somebody else, but that was fun. Yeah, that was their new, uh, new little broody. <laughs> they didn't have enough money to shell out for Beyonce? No, probably not. Not until the third one. Ugh. She's going to be like, come look, it's crazy right now in love. That's how high. <laughs> also, this is this exists in a genre of this is so important. It's really not like yeah, where it's like it's one, that's one of my favorite like genres to hate on where it's just like the trailer just oh, it's just so like epic. And you're like, what the fuck's happening? This is the end. But it's only the beginning. <laughs> and and I, I really want to write a I want to do like, like a, a movie trailer where it's like a guy's literally just like I'm going to ask this girl on a date. And the trailer is like. You don't know what that could entail. Yeah, I mean, look, it's so crazy right now. I'm going to ask her out, and then it goes, the date. (laughs) Save it. I think think you need to do the same thing, but it's going to start with, Hi, welcome to Subway. What would you like? Yeah, I've been looking so crazy right now. Oh, wow. I, uh, you know that? (laughs) My favorite was watching the trailer for the second, um, for Fifty Shades Darker. Is that, is that what it's called? Think. Yeah, I and think they're trying to introduce that whole subplot about like the the crazy women in his life. Yeah, and I was like, 
wow <laughs> this is like man you guys are really trying to make this seem epic aren't you yeah uh oh my god and we're not talking about 50 shades but i was just like this is basic like this the movie. entire movie the mm, these are basic movies with basic leads and a basic cinematography. None of it is bad. It's all competent, but it's basic. It is basic. And at the end of the day, I wasted an hour and 45 minutes on that. And the only reason we did that for you. For you're, you. You're, you're welcome. welcome. <laughs> no, yeah. So, um, I mean, I guess my thoughts are, I mean, it did what it promised. Like, the preview didn't really i'm not surprised at ariana grande song was. aside ariana grande's song aside it, it it was exactly what i thought it would be it was a bunch of attractive teens being dramatic i guess not teens well teens yeah because they were they were in college one of so them was still in high school te teens to 20s <laughs> just being cute and just dramatic and you know what honestly i watch riverdale i watched Twilight. At least Riverdale has the I good decency to be yeah. what the fuckery. Yeah, it's like I watch Vampire Diaries. I'm all about it. Yeah, this is kind of like one of the few that's just very like we're all people and we're just dealing with people stuff. And it's it just tends to be after everything else where it's like, oh, vampires, werewolves. Uh, Whatever's going on in Riverdale. Rich people, ghosts and goblins. Like, it's just kind of like, okay. And? What? You just, you haven't had sex yet? Wait, you just mean? Is that it? Is it? Okay. Okay. <laughs> it read like a it read like a homeschool girl's fan fiction or a homeschool guy's fan fiction of just like this is what it'll be like the first time you're just like yeah. Oh, is that what your diary was like in high school? Okay. Um, <laughs> do you want to do you want to uh, Yeah, do we have a are we going to maybe see if it do we think there's going to be a cultural impact on this movie probably? No, right? this is not part of the cultural impact series. I think it is. I think this is going to be bigger than Twilight. It's got a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. 17% in my pants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what that uh, is. Yeah, there's nothing else to say about yeah. this. But if you like this, Benji and I are branching out a little bit. Yeah. We want to give you guys a little bit more content. Um, and uh, we want to do it for, for all of the people who actually want to pledge to be patrons. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to be setting up uh, uh, a Patreon. I really could not. I would gun to my head. I'd be like, uh, maybe one of these actors will become a star later in life. Yeah, I was like, I mean, Thirteen Reasons Sister is in it, so that's a cultural. I idea. I hope it's the actor on Netflix. But this one was theatrically released, right? It's not a Netflix. It was movie. that's okay. why I was just like, but that's what this is. Sometimes you just got to discover a film you wouldn't have looked at otherwise. But I really hope that. I mean, the what's the director's name again? Jenny, oh, sorry, Jenny Gage. I, you know, I hope to see her doing other things. Yeah, there wasn't anything wrong with that movie. It just that I feel like didn't this need to exist. Subject, yeah, like I feel like it was there was just not much to work with, probably with the book. Like, God, I hope I don't later meet all of these people. <laughs> I hope we meet them all in one big warehouse, and they're like, "Heard you had something <laughs> to say about us." <laughs> all right, well. Until that happens, you should uh, follow us on uh, follow us on all our socials at the Pink Popcast, and make sure to give us a like and a comment on where you haven't done this in a while. You're feeling kind of rusty, aren't you? <laughs> like and a comment on Apple everything. Apple Podcast. Go, go ahead and give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That's, that's what it is. Gotcha. Actually, gotcha. Um, and then make sure you subscribe to YouTube and hit that bell for notifications on new uploads and. Most importantly, make sure if you like this, share this with friends and family and tell them to like, comment, and subscribe. 
hold a gun to their head if you have to. But like a dart gun, you know, not like a real like gun gun because, you know, gun control. Bubble gun or like water gun. That one's fun. Do that. Ice water. Have you ever All right. somebody with an ice water water gun? No, I've not. Mm, it's fun. I'll I'll let you know the next time I do. Okay. Until that happens. I'm Josiah Rizzo. And I'm Vigie Jones. And on Wednesdays, we, we wear, wear pink. pink.